Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why do you have this game? Why is this a thing? Sorry? What? Lonnie has this thing where he gets a peg, like a clothes peg. Well, clothes, good, yeah. And he tries to, like, peg it on me when I'm not looking. You've got one in your pocket right now, don't you? Prove it. Show me what's in your pocket. Nothing in that one. What's in the other one? Nothing again. So. What about the two in the back? <laughs> Have a look. What did you do with it? Is it on me? Have you already done it? Maybe, maybe I have, maybe I haven't. You have, haven't you? Where is it? See, what? it turns you into a madman. This is what happens. <laughs> this is what happens. I don't know what you're talking about. Why do you keep doing this? The only person this? who's mad around here is you. Why are you pegging me? <laughs> play, Queen. I don't play <laughs> Just keep that. Hi everybody, this is I Only Like You, film review podcast and Netflix review podcast mainly. Basically. <laughs> uh, my name is Lonnie, with my girlfriend Sine. Hello. This week, well over the last few weeks, we have seen the new Queer Eye. And you know what? If last episode I was sad about my tree being cut down before <laughs> it's time, the thing about Queer Eye... It can replenish your soul. It can fix you. Queer Eye is going to fix everything. Mm -hmm. I know I sound like a bit like I'm in a cult, and maybe I am. Who's to say? The point is, any cult that Jonathan's in, I'm here for it. Me too. So, did you watch the original Queer Eye? So... It was on when I was a kid. Yeah. I remember it being on after school some afternoons. They were playing reruns okay. of it. But the only person I remember from it is Carson. Yeah. And all I remember is that he was quite harsh to the people. He was, he was a bit <laughs> He was a bit snarky. mean. Yeah. I remember it used to be on like a Sunday night or Saturday night or something. Right. I, I don't know. I can't really remember. But we used to be like, I don't think we ever sat down especially no. to watch it. But it happened to be on and it was probably yeah. like, yeah, it was a big thing back in its day. So yeah. Watched some of it uh, and quite liked it. I had no problem with it. I, I have a feeling that Carson Cressley was the first gay man a lot of people knew. Probably. You know? Yeah. So I think it did wonders. Interesting that they've changed the title. It's no longer Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. It's just Queer Eye this yeah. season. Although apparently in the back in the original Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, eventually they did that as well. Oh, okay. But, yeah, it's it's true. It's a um, show everybody, including gay people on this season. Yeah. So, isn't that cool? It's hard to describe if people haven't seen it, isn't it? But it's a makeover show, essentially. Yeah. It's it's a life makeover show. Yeah. Where they find a set in Atlanta 
there's these five gay guys called the Fab Five. Mm -hmm. And they find someone who's kind of in a rut, stuck in a rut, down and out, unhappy with their life. They get nominated by someone. Yeah. And these guys come in and try and fix it. And there's normally some sort of cool um, project they're working towards. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. And again, it's hard to describe without watching it, but the show is just so warm. It's fun. Yeah. It's lovely. I think we saw recently the Roger Ebert review where he said this watching oh, this movie is like a, having a big hug. About Almost Famous. Yeah. Same with this. This yeah. show is just like having your friends around. Yeah. Having 100%. a good night in. I think we're obviously not the first people to talk about this reboot because everyone is loving it. I mm-hmm. think what's so good about it is that, well, a million things. The first season, I remember them saying the first episode of this season they said about how the first season of Queer Eye was about being tolerant, wasn't tolerant, it? and now this is about acceptance. Yeah, and each episode kind of, I would say, focuses on a different, uh, like social topic or like a different wider. They, they do. They they're not trying to make grand statements about police brutality. Really, they're just prodding a little bit towards it, aren't they? They are. I, there are a couple of episodes where I feel like it's a yeah. bit uh, shoehorned in just yeah, for the sake of it. I, I'd agree with that. But because it's done in such a loving way, I'm, I don't mind it. Um, you know, there's comments on uh, very devout Christian family and their difficulty accepting gay people. Mm-hmm. And then police brutality against black people. And then... Well, even in the first episode with Tom... Oh, Tom. His question about, you know, who's the wife in a a gay relationship. Yeah. And the fact that they took that down so openly and honestly and they're like. He didn't mean anything by it either. No, but it's that thing where you you don't realise you're being homophobic, but you are anyway. Yeah. I. He just loved it, didn't he, by the end of it? Everyone loved him. See, this is the thing. With Tom especially and some of the other people, you could almost guarantee they're homophobic before the boys come in. And then by the end, they're all best friends and they're hugging and everything. It almost seems to me like as the first time, this is the 27th time you've yawned and it comes through on the pod. I'm a sick boy. It almost seems to me like the first time they hug one of the guys and nothing happens, they don't, <laughs> you know, reach for their crotch or like mm. nothing bad happens. They're like, oh, okay, these are, surprise, surprise, normal people who, like, mm-hmm. are just like me but cool. Um, I always thought it was funny people like that who don't want a gay guy in the bathroom with them because what if they try and attack me? Or yeah. You think you're that good, do you? <laughs> someone, they can't help themselves. You think they're, they're really, oh, you're, <laughs> you're that type. Yeah. No way in the world, really. <laughs> no. The thing that's so great about this show Almost in comparison to the first season, or the first, sorry, iteration of the show, is that this one seems so much more empathetic. Yeah. I said before they fix them, but they don't really. They just try to make the people better. They just sort of improve what's already there, you know. It's not like you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong. Like every single one of them approaches them from the point of, well, what do you want Mm -hmm. from this situation? What do you want to do better and how can I help you do that? Yeah. And they... They provide more empathy to these characters 
who at the beginning of their meeting probably doesn't have any empathy for them. Yes. One thing that's got quite popular about this show is this meme about how Anthony can't actually cook. And like, it's a bit funny, but it's not really true. Of no. course he can cook a little bit, at least. He's on the show and he's, yeah, know, whatever. It's ridiculous. So each of the people are yeah, they, they are, experts in a different are, area and Anthony's a food expert. Apparently. Yeah. And like, oh, he's not like a chef or anything, but he's, you can cook enough to get yeah. fry, obviously. Like, he's fine. He's fine. He's totally fine. But I saw a tweet about that. It's that the point of Anthony is not about turning these guys into chefs. No. It's about say, taking someone who's depressed and giving them the skills to look after themselves a little bit. Yeah. To do something nice for themselves. Yeah. Not just eat on the couch. And to- thinking back to Tom in the first episode, he had a mattress. Didn't he find it at the dump or something? Or He had, he had a, so- a chair or something that he... Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, why would I spend money on it? I'm just going to sleep on it sort of thing. Yeah. Why would I spend money on food? I'm just going to eat it. Like, no, mate, that's a sign that yeah. something's going to happen in your life. Yeah. I think I know what. Abby left him like three times. Oh, what's, what's that going about? on between Tom and Abby? <laughs> okay. Why can't they just be together? <laughs> but a lot of these guys in, in the episode, I can't remember which one it was. Um, I think it might have been camp rules with the dad with the six kids and he's working three jobs and whatever. Yeah. He didn't spend any time on himself. That's why he looked so scraggly and had a beard and his hair. Yeah. And this show gave him the opportunity and hopefully gives other people around the world the incentive to look after yourself a little bit as well. Yeah. The thing that I like about two things about Anthony and his food. One, I heard a long time ago um, in a response to some quite sexist men on the internet that this weird thing about women going into the kitchen to cook and the fact that cooking is considered quite a feminine mm. uh, task. Yeah, make me a sandwich bullshit, yeah. Yeah, but just, you know, looking after the house and cooking is seen as quite a feminine job. But I heard someone say the most important thing is to know how to feed yourself so you can I stay know. alive, mm-hmm. but you don't want any responsibility for that. You want to give it to someone else. You want to give your whole reason for being alive and the way that your body functions over to someone else why don't you want to take that for yourself yeah isn't that such a pride like point of pride that you can cook something and provide yourself sustenance and provide your family with sustenance so then mm-hmm. they're happy and healthy and the other thing about Anthony and it's the case with all of these guys is that they don't come in and completely change them at all Anthony teaches them simple meals that suit their lifestyle hmm. yeah, Tom that they liked, can do. He liked Mexican food, so he taught him how to do a guacamole. How to do a guacamole from scratch. So Great. Easy. But the thing is, because these are like easy things, they're so much more easily implemented into their lives and they're going to stick to them much more than what happens if Anthony goes in and he's like, here's a three-course meal of lobster. Tom's never going to make a three-course meal of lobster, is he? <laughs> but he can make a little guac for him and Abby to have while they're having a little barbecue outside you know it's the same with tan who does fashion he's not trying to put them in skinny jeans and an open shirt and a leather jacket if that's not their style he's just making little changes to them and he always asks Mm. do you feel comfortable in this if you don't we'll go for something else it's totally fine because most of them probably haven't bought clothes themselves no or if they have they've just gone to the local store and found the first thing the cheapest pair of pants and jonathan my Favourite guy, to, like it changes all the time, but Jonathan's up there. He's up there because he's just fabulous, isn't he? But I remember with, I think it was the same when you were talking about the Camp Rules one. 
he asked, how long do you have to work on yourself in the morning? Mm, and if it's like, five minutes, right, here's what we can do in five minutes. And with Tom, it was like, he doesn't want to do too much, but here's a green stick that can help with your mm. lupus. You know, there were all these small changes. But then what the show says is it's not really about the changes at all. It's about having people come into your life to see you as a valued, worthy, special person and to say it's okay to put yourself as a priority in your life. Which is interesting because a lot of them, quite rightly, have family or they've had other stuff in their lives where looking after themselves mm. has come second for a long time, mm. you know, third or fourth even. But by doing that, they're actually by putting themselves second, third or fourth. Yeah. They are affecting the whole life, especially their partner, if they're in a relationship or giving off impression to the world or their job or whatever, mm. they don't really care about themselves. Mm. Like the dude who only wore gym clothes everywhere. Yeah. Well, he wasn't going to... he wanted to be probably, comfy. He wasn't going to probably going to get very far in his career, was he? No. I find it interesting, that question that Tan always asks them. It says, what does your wife do for you? Yeah. She gets dressed up, she puts on makeup, mm -hmm. she, you know, wears high heels, she shaves her legs, and mm. then he goes, right, and what do you do for her? Yeah. And there's nothing. That's interesting. By doing stuff for yourself, sometimes you're actually doing stuff... For other people. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention, like, the, the guy with all the kids and stuff. If he doesn't relax, he's not going to be a good dad. You no. Know? So he needs some no. time for himself. I really like the fact that they have done this season in Georgia as well, very conservative part in the South of America, and there's five gay guys, one of whom's black, one of whom's Muslim, mm -hmm. one of whom has long, very feminine hair. And then, I don't know, to me it seemed kind of like an stuff it let's go to the heart of the problem let's go down south to where there's lots of homophobic devout christians mm -hmm. and let's just rip the band-aid off you know also every show is made in atlanta these days also yeah because of the tax credits tax credits and everything <laughs> but no it's a good idea yeah you know. just how doing it in new york or california wouldn't be yeah. quite the same yeah not that there isn't homophobia in those parts of the world but it was awesome seeing a different part of the world on tv as well it was yeah it was interesting i'm interested to go to atlanta now yeah you know I really like, though, that the whole point of this show it ha has come along at such a great time, 2018, when everyone, there's lots of vitriol, yeah. lots of split politically, and these guys just approach every situation with empathy, you know, and understanding and compassion. And they call the guy that they're going to make over the hero. their hero for the day, not, oh, who are we fixing or who are we working on? Like, just the language that's used is yeah. very different. I know you read, you read something about how Jonathan refers to products as she and her and use mm. lots of feminine pronouns, which, you know. You don't even care, do you? You don't even care. It's just a way of changing the perception. Don't listen to her. She's a liar. <laughs> One of her skincare products. Do you remember that? I don't remember that, no. <laughs> You're like, don't trust this. It's a lie. She's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jonathan. Yeah, you're right. I, my favourite one is all of them. I can't pick one. I know. Who would you want to spend, like, an afternoon with hanging out? All of them. All of them. So here's the no, thing. I love Jonathan, but he's 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 a lot, isn't yeah, he? he's intense. And <laughs> I feel like Tan we could actually be friends with. Tan seems the most reasonable sometimes. He seems the most relatable. But they seem relatable too well. attractive. Karamo, we've got no hope. Yeah, I don't think I could talk around them. Be too intimidated. Hello. <laughs> and and Bobby is so intelligent. He can look in a room and just fix it within Bobby two minutes. Bobby just knows what to do, but he keeps all the elements that are like... He's so good. And 
he got the blinds that didn't have the cords. Yeah, for the kids. I wouldn't have even thought of that. <laughs> um, it's not a complaint at all, but it's something that I think Hank Green said on Twitter mm. was that the show kind of gives the impression that you can change everything in your life as long as you have five experts come in and they've got millions of dollars to buy you a new wardrobe and fix your life and renovate your house and everything. Not everyone's going to have access to that. Yeah. But I feel like the show itself can help improve your life. It's come to us at times where we've felt down recently and watched it and we felt better. So that's good. It also just gives the impression, well, it gives the lesson that you can do a little bit. Well, that's what I was going to say. Self-improvement, little steps. I understand the sentiment of that. But also watching this, doesn't it make you feel a bit inspired to, well, I know you, I don't want to speak for you, but I've noticed even you upped your fashion game in the last couple of weeks since watching it. Well, that, that's two reasons. I've got a new job, so I'm wearing clothes like that yeah. more. But also, when I put my clothes in the morning, I'm like, I want to make Tarn proud. If I happen to bump into Tarn today, I want him to be like, you're looking good. Well, thanks, Tarn. <laughs> that's the quote for the episode. <laughs> the thing is, though, like, it can inspire you to go, oh, maybe I'll just try that little thing. Maybe I'll learn how to make guacamole. Mm. Maybe I'll... Start looking at some printed shirts. I don't normally like prints, but maybe I could find one. Yeah. You know, there's always these little nuggets of times like use a print, but do it in a muted color so then it's not anything too bad. Here's a trick of tucking your laces into your shoes. Mm-hmm. So it makes you look more presentable. Anthony's like, you can do all this prep beforehand. Put a slow cooker on. That's how you can do stuff. Like there's all these little nuggets of gold in this show. There was a great episode where a closeted gay guy ended up coming out to his stepmom, who is really close to. And I think if the very fact that he was around five out and proud gay guys helped him do that, then that's a really cool thing. I agree. I like the Tom episode as well, the first one. You can't fix ugly. Um, the one with the comedian was probably the weirdest one. That was a weird one, yeah. They didn't crack him, did they? I don't think they cracked him in that one, no. Well, either there wasn't that much wrong with him in the first place. Wrong with him, you know, in inverted commas there. He seemed okay. He had a right. girl the whole time. Where'd yeah, that come from? He had a from? little girlfriend, didn't he? <laughs> Um, or they didn't quite get to the the root of his. I don't think they quite got issues. to it because when his brother came in, remember he w- yeah. resorted back to how he used to be. But like he was already a comedian though. He, he knew that push to leave his mum's dad's house. That's fine. Yeah, but... I don't know. I'd like some follow up episodes in a couple of them. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Next season do like one recap episode or something. Although Tom's bloody angling for a queer eye wedding, which you know I'm here I'm for. I'm okay with that. I mean, oh my god. Is he with Abby? I don't understand. I think they broke up briefly and then they're Why back together. Why weren't they together? I don't know. They love each other. They do love each other. Just be with each other then. Okay. Are you giving it a fab five out of five? I'm giving it a fab five stars out of fab five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Great show. Everyone should watch it. There's short episodes how, too. You can binge it yeah. pretty easily. How could you not love it? Chuck it on mm. over dinner. Like it's such a good mm. show to have on. Easy mm. watch. You know, mm-hmm. fun, light, yeah. but yeah. with a poignant sort of message to it. Mm. You're not going to have nightmares after watching this, let's be honest. No. You're going to feel happy, like you have... have sweet dreams. Yeah. Rainbows and sunshines and puppies frolicking everywhere. That's what this show is. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to our show. Please watch Queer Eye. Um, we'll see you next week with a brand new pod about... Oh, it's all here. Something. About a series of unfortunate events, season two. Opposite to this show. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 